0: Welcome to Leveraged Lifestyle, the podcast that shares with you the mindset and skill set it takes for you to create your ideal leveraged lifestyle, whatever that might look like for you. Please welcome your host, entrepreneur, world record holder, and globetrotter, Catherine Turner. Hi there, it is Catherine Turner here, and I want to tell you in this episode to stop keeping up with the Joneses. Now, where you're listening, in wherever part of the world you are from. Maybe that's not quite a, a saying that you have, but maybe you know exactly what I mean. So if you're not sure, let me explain. When I talk about keeping up the Joneses, many people think it's about keeping up with material possessions, about getting the latest car, having the house that you know, your neighbours are going to be Well, your neighbours won't necessarily be jealous of, but maybe the car they'll be jealous of or that your friends are going to be jealous of because you've moved to this new house and you're trying to keep up with like this next level of of person. You're trying to keep up with your neighbours. You're trying to keep up with your friends. You're trying to keep up with people on social media. And what I want to tell you in this episode is stop because it is not going to give you the lifestyle you want. I just see it so, so often that it's not like just in material sense, by the way. But what I want to talk about in this episode is that it's choosing to do what others are doing, not because you want to do it, but because you're seeing other people do it. And and you're chasing that essentially that shiny penny, that next thing, that new thing. And it's not because maybe it's new. It's because it's the person that you thought was inspiring you. But actually you're getting led down this path that you wouldn't have taken because now you want to try and live their life. Maybe it's choosing a new business model based on, like I said, who you're following on social media, who you've seen talk at an event, and you're like, yes, that's the one for me. But actually, if you really stopped to think about it, you'd have realized it seems great and it's good for them, and maybe good for the person next to me or the person in front of me. But actually, it's not what I wanted to do and it's not what I came here to do. Maybe it's doing a property strategy that, again, someone else told you was the next best thing. It's the hottest new strategy. It's the next best business model. But actually it doesn't really float your boat. It may be even worse. It doesn't actually work in the area you live or the area you invest in. And like I said, it's like chasing the shiny penny, but instead you're following someone else a living version of their life, not your own. And it's not that leveraged lifestyle that I, I talk about on here. And I've always said From day one, and it's even in the intro, it's about a leveraged lifestyle that you want. And it's how you want to define your lifestyle. I've never given you a prescription of what that meant. I've given you what I think it's meant along the way. You know that freedom, that choice, giving you the opportunities. But I've never told you how to go about it. Again, I've given you ideas. I've given you what I think you might want to go and who you might want to go and learn from. I've given you my own insights about what a leveraged lifestyle means to me and the people that I follow and the people that I've interviewed. But what I see all too often is rather than take inspiration from others, it's it's really that you want to become that person, do what they do, have what they have, even post on social media exactly like they do. I've even seen it recently, and you know, this happens all the time, where people are literally copying posts and putting it as their own. They're not even giving credit to other people. That's how much they just want to be that other person. And look, I know I've been guilty in the past of following other people's path or, you know, looking at what they have and wanting that too, rather than carving out my own. So I want to share with you in this episode how I think you can stop and break that pattern and take your own path. And really use this this opportunity, this episode even, and some time afterwards to stop and reflect and think about Are you living the lifestyle you really want or are you living someone else's life? Are you living a life that you don't feel like you've chosen, that maybe life is happening to you? So here are some steps that I think you can take to help with that process. Number one, and I always use this as a starting point, even if I've had the kind of conversation with myself in my head. Maybe I've done a podcast episode on it. Maybe I've started journaling on it or writing stuff down in my Evernote is to then to talk that through with my other half. In my case, my husband, Steve. But maybe it's your your other half, someone who's really close to you, your partner. Maybe it's even a business partner that you're, you know, you're happy and confident to talk that through with and just get their thoughts and take on it. You know, do they think actually, yeah, you keep talking about another project, another idea, uh, something you'd love to do, but you keep putting it off because you're doing what you've always done or you're trying to do the next thing that someone else has shown you rather than, Really follow the passion, the path that you've talked about all this time. Number two, I then end up talking to someone who's really unbiased. So someone who hasn't necessarily got a stake in what I do. So, you know, a business partner, a life partner will have an element of a stake in what you do. And even mentors and people that maybe I've paid to work with especially if I have any sort of joint venture with them, they will have a, a, a bias, they will have a stake in what I do. So I usually like to talk to a friend who's completely unconnected with what I do, but is usually, you know, straight talking, is happy to tell you exactly how it is. And they're the best person to talk to to get some feedback and ideas from and share with them your thoughts, but also give them a kind of a, a free reign on, on what they, they think is good for you, what they hear you talk about all the time, what they think your passions are, And what when you talk about it lights you up and you you start getting really animated about. That's usually a good sign, but sometimes maybe you don't see that or you haven't seen it the same way they have. Number three is rather than just thinking about it, it's also helpful to list in life, not just what you want, but also what you don't want. Now, I've done this exercise many times through my life. And and sometimes when we talk about, you know, your why, your mission, your vision, your values, like what you do want sometimes people find that hard because they haven't had it yet so sometimes what it's useful to start with is what you don't want because you've likely experienced that you've likely done jobs that you don't like you've likely done things or business models or uh, you know seen other people do uh, business models that you're like oh I would never want to do that that's definitely not for me write that down because then it's really clear that actually that might be really similar to something else you've been thinking about. Like, Why don't I want that? Do I not want something that means I have to be on social media 24-7? Does it mean I don't want to have something that makes me in the spotlight all the time? Can I just be the person in the background, for example? And actually, how do you create a business model, a job for yourself, a life for yourself, where you get to do that uh, all the time? Number four is what would you really regret if you didn't do this in your life? So by the end of your life, what would you really regret if you hadn't have done that? Because I'm such a big believer that you only regret the things you haven't done. There's many things in my life that I think back on and think, oh, um, maybe I wouldn't have done that the same way. But I definitely don't regret it. And the only regrets I have are the things I didn't end up doing. So I did this exercise with my husband recently and we decided to break it down into be, do and have goals, I would say. But I also didn't want it to seem like goals or like achievements as such. It was more things we wanted to have done, to have either visited a, a country we wanted to have visited. Uh, 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 I don't know. I, w- I wanted to go and see an Olympics around the world. I wanted to go and see a Super Bowl in America, things like that. So they were not necessarily something to achieve, but something to have definitely have done within your lifetime. Now, we decided to break it down into the next two years, five years. 10 years and 20 years of our life just because that really fitted in with what age our children were going to be at that time. So what I would suggest in terms of a exercise is to choose points or timelines relevant to you and your life and what's going on for you right now. Number five, something again I've done a lot recently and just because of what's been going on is to switch off from social media for a while. So this is also not necessarily me just posting, but also just kind of watching what's going on and really start seeing how you're spending that time instead. Like all the things that usually just become a distraction or take up time in your life. If you get rid of them or, you know, switch them off for a while, even just switching off your phone for a while, what do you end up doing? And rather than kind of, you know, seeing people on social media that you thought were inspiring you, I realised actually many times I'm judging myself by their standards I'm I'm comparing myself to these people and at times craving a life that they're living, not thinking about the life that I wanted. So really, it was about a chance to one, see where I spent that time instead that I might have just been using on social media, but also stepping away from the people I thought I was maybe getting inspiration from. But actually, I was starting to want to have a life that they had and realised I didn't want that for my life. I wanted something different. And finally, number six is to work out what is really important to you and how what you do gives you more of that. So, whether that's time with your family, whether that's time or money to travel. So, what would you need to do in terms of a monthly income, maybe one off lump sums, maybe in the amount of time you need within your year, your week, your days? Maybe you need to have location freedom to do some of these things. So, what would you need to have in your life? whether that's an income, whether that's your job, whether that's your free time, to be able to then go and achieve those things that are on your list as part of uh, step four. So really what I'm encouraging you to do as part of these steps is to look at the people who are in your life that do inspire and motivate you and and that really inspire you to live a life that you want. They're not looking to for you to become their clones or to do their their work or their bidding, but actually They're people who understand that we're all individuals, that we have unique values and needs. And they're really encouraging you to to look deep into your vision, your why, what it is your values are. and Why have you got them? Is it because they're yours or is it because you're following someone else's values and wants? And because someone else told you that you should have money in your top values because without money, what is anything else? And it's like, no, it's up to you what your values are and take some time because Like I said, we've just been so programmed and conditioned all the time, especially looking at media and social media to have what other people have, not exactly what we want. So I really encourage you to have fun working out your non-negotiable life goals. But like I said, they don't have to be achievements or something that you have to, you know, share all over social media. But actually, you know, it's where you can make memories, experiences, have time with others, go and have fun creating those uh, working with the people who matter in your life and go and make them happen. Because I really do believe there is no better time than now to start your Leveraged Lifestyle. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you know anyone who needs this, go share it, uh, go live a review and come and join us in the Leveraged Lifestyle community on Facebook. Thank you so much. It means the world to me that you listen.